It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another NFL in London podcast. It is Wade McElwain and Ryan Call here. Hello. It is week one, everyone. We're all very excited about week one. Of course, tragic uh, news about the Queen passing away uh, before the start of the season. Uh, here in London, uh, obviously, Royals. My family were Royals. Eh, my mom loved them. Yeah, I love, so it's sad. It's family sad. were Royals for a second. I was going to be like, your family's not Royals. No, my mom, my mom, my mom loves <laughs> it. She's a Royalist. She loves your mom, your mom never watched that stuff? Uh, yeah. My mom loves it, too. My mom's literally, well, she will she will be popping some wine to cheers the Queen for sure yeah, this week. As we all are. And, but it's on with week one, uh, as we must. You know, she would want us to soldier on. She actually fought in World War II. Come yeah, on. A lot of None of us, uh, these influencers forget. Everyone's toasting her. She worked her ass off. She was, she grafted. Amazing. A lot of people don't know about her. Uh, big Pats fan, too. She was. Uh, she, and they never got to see the Browns win. Uh, tragic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of tragic things. But uh, she, the Bills, <clears throat> and the Bills victory, big one on yeah. Thursday night. Got to be proud of that one. Fantastic start to the season. Um, just a great game altogether. I think, like, even though it was 10, 10 and a half, it just felt like Buffalo just dominated from the get go. Uh, the Rams just looked completely lost. All the people with their Cam Akers and their Allen Robinsons and the fan- fantasy football are just starting. And people are just like, oh, yeah, this is why I hate fantasy football because my team sucks all the time. Uh, I had a couple of friends who just like, or had Akers and just like, oh, season's over. Season's yeah. over. Doing gloom, um, Akers. Uh, so well, apparently, Josh Allen came and just did Josh Allen things. That stiff arm was just insane, mm-hmm. chucking it all around the field again. I think people were like, I was sitting there watching it, being like, "Damn, I should have drafted him in the second round." Uh, yeah. But I think a lot of people who have him are going to be very, very happy with him all season. It was a dominant performance. Von Miller looked like he was worth every penny. Everyone was saying, "Oh, they overpaid." He's injury prone. He's getting old. He looked as good as he's looked in years. Um, and I think the Bills are just ready. They're just they're basically the same team they were last year, except they're just way more confident and pissed off. And it looks like all the people who they've been saying like to win, everyone's kind of getting sick of all the predictions that the Bills were going to win the Super Bowl. But after watching that, everyone's like, "God damn, I think they might." Uh, they looked as good as I've ever seen them look. So I'm excited for the rest of the season. Yeah, no, they look good. Uh, I got to say, a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes on both sides, but there were mistakes made on 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 sides. Um, you, yeah, you got to worry to get yeah. four turnovers and was, win by 21. Yeah, it's still and the turnovers were a factor. Um, you know, L.A., it looked like they didn't even plan for it. Like it looked like it was still coming out of training camp. Like it, they weren't ready for Buffalo. They weren't ready for what was yeah. going to happen. And and that was you could see it on Sean McVay's face. It's like, man, we weren't ready for this. How the hell were you not ready? I think that's just uh, that's just something that they say instead of because they don't want to come out and just say, yeah, we got our asses kicked. Well, uh, yeah. just, it's always like, oh, well, the only reason we lost is because we weren't prepared. It's like we've had all it's literally game one. What else have you been doing? No, exactly. You've had that's all you've had to prepare. I, think it, I never it, really understood that could that like that excuse people so we weren't prepared. It's like, well, well that's that is the truth, it. though. They didn't prepare. They didn't do it. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's it. They was just it's they. And and as a coach, as or at least as a general manager, you look and go, okay, you weren't prepared for that one. That's no, not good. Yeah. They just got whooped. They just anyway. They it, it, it does worry me though when I watch Josh Allen run like that. And the stiff arms are great, but man, like it's just one of those hits. Yeah. It's one of those falls away that you 
You, yeah, yeah. It's listen. the NFL. It's the NFL. It's so the NFL. It's yeah, one week gotta, away. Of course, I think everyone's concerned about that. But then week one, it's it's, it. it's great to be the bully. It's great to be the the good strong man and to do it. But just be careful. Yeah, I think everyone say that, but I think he's not like Lamar. Like you get watching him play, like he gets up laughing after some of those hits. Like every time he was popping up, he was laughing. So, he's so just was Brett like, Favre. Yeah, but he's not <laughs> like a lot of times. But that was like yeah. CTE. A lot of times you're like. I think he's really hurt. <laughs> I'm a pony. It's like, no, you're, you're Brett, you're playing. Um, but uh, great, great start. Not a great game, I guess, for if you wanted a competitive game, but um, some good fantasy big, points big in that one. If you're playing Thursday, look, uh, we let's be honest with week one. No one knows what the hell is going to happen. Week one is a tough one. It's a Nobody tough one knows. for betting. Too. It's a tough one for betting, I find. It's very difficult. It's betting, fantasy. Anyone who says they know what's going to happen is full of shit. Because yeah. we don't know. We we all know, oh, they're in the offseason. They do this and they've traded this. No one really knows till week five what, what these teams are like. So the first couple of weeks, it's 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 like just dating. Everyone's filling each other out. And uh, maybe get to first base. Who knows? I don't know. We're going to go through the, the games. And, and Ryan and I will try to make our half-ass predictions. Um, yeah. And any punditry that we can add. Some scores we'll throw into the mix. See if we're right. See if you use the over. Like there's a couple games I do like this week for betting. Definitely. There are some good ones. There's some good upsets. Uh, we do have DraftKings going on again. Uh, if you want to join our DraftKings League NFL in London, uh, we've put it up on the website. Go up on there. Just click on. We've got free ones. Free ones are easy. Just join the free one. And the $3 hauler, if you really want to play with us, the three bucks. It's fun. Um, but it's nice little side if you're if you're nice. Main, it's three bucks. It's less team. than a pint. It's less than and a if pint. Your main team falls apart on the side. Uh, you have something else to cheer you through the week to get you through the week. So if you, you play some- Josh Allen, play some daily fantasy because you're probably going to lose. You could. Well, there's lots of daily fantasy we don't know. Lots of nuggets. Lots of things in in the starts. Let's start uh, one game. It's been up and down, but we we know it's Baltimore at New York Giants or Jets. Sorry. Um, in this game, started with the seven started point. Started with a gem to start the uh, to start yeah, the, the big jam. It started seven point favorites for Baltimore. They went off to no line because a lot of these went off to no line. Um, Jets have got Joe Flacco. Uh, Wilson is nursing. I don't know. Yeah. He's just nursing. I guess I think he's yeah. just nursing. <laughs> he's, he's just suckling from a woman. Uh, he's nursing. Um, and Baltimore coming in. Lamar Jackson. Now, is this a TJ Watt scenario where TJ Watt's contract member last year it was like, ooh, is he going to sign? He's going to sign. It was like Thursday night football. He signed like two hours beforehand. Yeah. Like, oh. yeah. It's really interesting because, yeah, Lamar basically just said they're going to play on the contract um, on the franchise this this upcoming season. So it's other two things. It's Even though this has nothing to do with the game, we'll talk about it for a second. It's either that, A, he he wants more than Deshaun Watson, fully guaranteed. He's not taking anything less. It's mm-hmm. either that, or he doesn't want to play for Baltimore. He wants to play somewhere warm, like yeah. maybe Florida, maybe Miami for next year. Maybe because don't I think, But I also think there's pressure on the NFL owners that are just like, do not give him guaranteed money. You're going to end up like the Haslam's sitting at the kids' table at the next uh, owners' meeting. Mm-hmm. Because I think there's a lot of teams that's like, we do not want to go down this guaranteed contract route. Um, and we, they want to make an example of the Browns. So, um, which which gives us into the game, which is why I think I am taking Baltimore all day on this. It could be like 
15 the line and I'm taking this. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no faith in Joe Flacco leading against this defense that's going to be better. They're at full strength. They're not decimated by injuries. You got pissed off Lamar who wants to prove everyone wrong. Everyone's, you know, coming off an injury last year and now seeing everyone get their money except him. So um, I think he's going to go off, have a big game. Bateman, uh, I think this is going to be an absolute blowout. I think, again, the Jets who had who lost Beckton, they've lost Dwayne Brown, who's just gone on to IR. So they got a few weapons, but my God, you're not going to be able to keep up with Lamar. And it's going to be a long, tough start to the Jets season again. Um, I just can't see any way that they, they come in and do anything in this game to stay even competitive. I just think if Zach Wilson was playing, I'd give it like, okay, maybe he, he does that thing where he takes the jump and he starts showing you little steps like we hope Trevor Lawrence does, but with Joe Flacco at the helm, even though it's against his old team, he's got he's no no. I'm going 33 to like 13 for the Baltimore. I think it's a beatdown. Yeah, I'm in beatdown corner with you on this one. I I mean the Jets they've got a lot of talent. Funny thing about the Jets, you know they re- they released 11 players, uh, you know, cutting their team. They all got picked up. Like they have they have a really deep squad, and it, it's just how it's all being used. It's like having a jigsaw puzzle and you just all the pieces and you're just like either you throw it on the floor, let's buy another puzzle. Um, So the running game, I think think there's going to be some good running game. I think Michael Carter could be used quite a bit here. Barrios, maybe there could be some fantasy points in the Jets. Baltimore, definitely. Dobbins, I think he's going to have a great day. Lamar. Some good garbage points with Elijah Moore. Good garbage points there. I just can't. See Baltimore. I think I just can't see him losing. That's the yeah. I can't. Play, I can't but. see him losing. If they're at twenty-eight to nine, the only way I've got it is just Baltimore probably screwing up on themselves. Twenty-eight yeah. nine. I've got it as well. Uh, two other teams that would have been garbage before, but uh, now they're NFC garbage. It's Philadelphia at Detroit Lions. Philadelphia five-point favorites in this one with the over/under forty-eight and a half. Uh, Detroit, obviously, everyone's darling, everyone's Cinderella's story. We've seen them on Hard Knocks. Gosh, damn it, we love them so hard. Will they win against the Philadelphia team? Loaded with Jalen Hurts, who brought in some some new toys for him to play with as well. you got a great running back in Miles Sander, who's, who probably could run through this Detroit defense. Um, what are you thinking here, Ryan? I, actually, I like, I think this is the, yeah, this is the hype bowl. This was like... The hard knocks hype train with with uh, Dan Campbell getting everyone excited, wanted to run through wall, and then you have like the off season darlings of getting AJ Brown, of everyone assuming Jalen Hurts is going to take this massive leap and they're going to walk away with the division over the Cowboys. And I think this is one of those tricky games where I think the hype just might. I think the Lions are going to pull off an upset in Week One and just be the one kind of surprise Ooh. team. I think Eagles minus four. I just think at home. I think Detroit's just going to just I just think, again, I don't know what to think of is Jalen Hurts going to be this incredible difference maker. Again, this is just one of those games. I don't know. Again, Detroit could be better than anyone thinks. Um, and they got a Cuda coming back who they lost last year. The cornerback who was like third overall. They're going to be a better team. And I just think this week one always has that weird one. Week one always like where the Houston beat. Uh, I think Houston, I don't know who they or Jacksonville won one and then they lost like 15 straight. Yeah. They beat they beat the Colts, I think, week one or something. So I think this is my week one upset. I'm not gonna bet on it in real life because but this is my fun upset. I'm gonna go Detroit 23 20 over the Eagles. Uh yeah, Detroit. Look, 
Yeah, you had your hard knocks, but it, this is reality. I, you, you I actually have, didn't even watch all the hard knocks. So that I, did, I didn't even. I place. didn't either. I've got HBO, and I, I would have it on, and I'd see it, and I'd watch some of it. One thing that struck me is they they sucked in in preseason. Um, a lot of discipline issues that were going on. Jared Goff is their first. Blau is their second. I mean, yeah, with all the talent, team. there's no talent. There's no talent in the quarterbacking squad there. So it's one of those kind of things. It's it's bowling with the bumpers on the side of the lanes. You, you, you're not going to bowl with the right the big bowlers. I, I just can't see them playing that well. Philadelphia, on the other hand, I can see Philadelphia and Miles Sanders running for 130 yards and just gashing the hell out of them. Jalen Hurts running for 80 yards, tossing the ball around. I can see them also just beating up on Detroit. But I've got it as 31-24 because I think Detroit, I'll give them some respect, but I got Philadelphia to cover this one. We move on to the battle. It's in the AFC South, the dirty South. Matt Ryan, Maddie Ice is going to be hot in Indianapolis. Everything in Indianapolis is hot, especially outlet malls. Biggest thing in Indianapolis, <laughs> outlet malls. Uh, they're at Houston, yeah, though. The Texans, home of uh, not a good place to get a massage. Well, at least sign a disclosure if you're going to do it. Um, the, the Colts are favored by seven. The over-under in this one is 46. Uh, you got Davis Mills first time. It's his, his first time starting. He's starting. It's now his yeah. team, and the Colts. Um, Jonathan Taylor, who just could well, run, you, run, yeah, run, this, run. This is a tricky one. I think. I think this one could be. I. I don't really. I think there's a lot of questions. I think what is it? Uh, Darius Leonard or now Shaquille Leonard, mm-hmm. um, who's changed his name. Um, he. I think he might not even be playing. He's one of their leaders on defense. Uh, again, I'm not ready to say Matt Ryan's going to be this like amazing quarterback. I haven't seen it with this team. I don't know what to pick. I think he's going on the road. His first game, again, we saw it with Philip Rivers. He didn't just come out and just light it up and I've just no. been like, holy. Again, until I see it, I, I would actually bet the Texans to keep this close. I think at home uh, they will play better. I think Brandon Cooks and, and Mills will have a decent game. And I think, again, just the just the fact that it's a division game, it's week one, these teams always play each other hard. And I think Houston's just one of those, they got nothing to lose, where Col- Colts have all the pressure. You know, we got another quarterback. We're trying basically to do the same thing we did last year and see if it works this year with the new guy. And then they're going to try it next year with the new guy probably. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick the Colts to win, but I'm going to say that it's going to be a bit closer. I'm going to go 27, 23 uh, for the Colts. Yeah, no, I'm with you on this one. And I mean, Houston is a pernickety team, particularly at home and, and to start the season. Uh, it always seems that the weather in the South end there can uh, beguile a lot of teams just because it's hot. And we'll get back into the, the Miami game. I'll talk about that in a little bit, but Houston, very hot this time of year, very sweaty. Um, and and you're right. I think they are tough at home, whereas Indianapolis are fetid to be a very strong team, depth across everything. Um, and so that from there, it's just a matter of, I think Indianapolis is going to win. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to lead the team. Matt Ryan is probably going to drop the ball a few times, um, but he'll also connect a few times. Uh, and Brandon Cooks, I think, will play well in it. Probably find some running game. I don't know if Rex Burkhead, I, th- I thought he should be in the broadcasting booth. I didn't know he could still run, but, you know, he had a, he had one good game last year and suddenly hey, they sent him to a big contract. He's always good for one good game. He'll be that. Exactly. He's, your, he's your flex, desperation flex play when you're like, oh, God. So is Rudy, you know. But, it's like uh, if Rex Burkhead, I'm in trouble. And maybe he'll just squeeze me one. I agree with you. The spread is maybe a little high. I, I got it. I've got them winning by six. Indianapolis 24-18. I've got it under, too, because I don't think they're going to score a lot. Um, 
I, I see a lot of mistakes in this game. They're both two teams that just seem to screw up a lot. So I just see a lot of turnovers, a lot of mistakes. Uh, speaking of mistakes, was it a mistake to let Baker Mayfield go? Was it a mistake to piss him off? Was it a mistake for Progressive Insurance to hire him? Um, <laughs> Cleveland Browns are at Carolina. The line's changed in this one many times. It's gone from Cleveland up to Carolina to Cleveland to Carolina. The drama, the drama in this one, whoever the announcers are, the drama. Um, it went, I believe, now to Cleveland being favored by four. Um, but then it dropped to one yeah, and a half. Okay. So, and then it was Carolina. So the whole thing is the line is changing. Um, and then it was Carolina one and a half. So that was the last they said, one and a half with a 42 and a half over under. Um, how, what do you think on this one? The oh, man, I, I think Baker has to, has to win this game. Like his whole almost like, if you lose this one after coming off what the, especially what the Browns did to you, uh, it completely st- stabbed him in the back. I would be furious if I was him. Um, I'm absolutely rooting for him. Again, he's that guy who plays better pissed off. His whole kind of come. If you can't beat your old team with Jacoby Brissett, then um, that's not going to basically, you're not going to make anyone think twice about you anymore. Like, I think it, this to me is like one of the most, is the most must win game in Baker Mayfield's career. I think he's going to be pissed. I think he's going to play good. I think he's going to play well. He'll have a bit of jitters, but um, is it in? It's in Carolina. It's in Carolina, right? yeah. It's in Carolina. It's going to have a healthy McCaffrey, who I think is going to have a great game. Uh, being able, They're going to use it. I think he's going to come out pissed, and they're going to put up some points. I'm going to go um, 28 to 20 uh, Carolina wins. I just have no faith that Jacoby Brissett's going to move the ball up and down the field, especially when your number one is Amari Cooper, who – only seems to, for me, only seems to flash in like a few games a year and then gets you 50 yards every other game. Yeah. Um, and I just don't see it coming. I think they're going to just not be afraid of Chubb. I think Carolina's got a better defense than people give him credit for. And I think Matt Rule knows that he needs to come out 1-0 against Deshaun Watson, especially, again, they, they Watson chose them. Like Everyone in Carolina should want to beat Cleveland for many reasons and also be happy he didn't have to deal with the Deshaun Watson fallout. Yeah, Carolina. I mean, the drama itself, the people who don't like the NFL, um, the, the drama underlying in this, the every everything, as you mentioned, yeah. Matt Rule, you know, his his job being on the line and, and, you know, just having a horrible record. I mean, him and Mike McCarthy, pretty much the guillotine is being sharpened for both of them. Um, you have the Baker drama. You, you have the Deshaun drama. You have all of this stuff and you have Baker Mayfield. And I'm. Um, but then you have to look at the teams. And when I look at the teams, Cleveland has a really great team. They have a great yeah. defense and they have a really good offensive line and they have great offensive talent. They have amazing running backs. And then Carolina has a great defense and a great running back, but the offensive line is maybe sort of where it's weaker there. I guess sort of in my sort of where I sort of see this game in my, you know, running it through my simulations is that Baker is Baker and he's probably going to screw up in the end and that he's probably going to drop the ball and that Cleveland having the better team is going to win. And it's going to be one of those frustrating wah, wah, but that's how it goes. And Cleveland runs the ball into them. They use their receivers to limited effect. Brissett's been around a lot. They'll try, but I just see him failing. Uh, And I've got, I've got Cleveland winning this one 24 to 20. It's week one, right? Anything happens. 
That's one of my week one anything happens is that Cleveland upsets and wins against Carolina. Um, we move on to the Windy City in Chicago, where everyone is talking about Trey Lance. Oh, my gosh. Have you, everyone's talking about Trey. They're favored by seven, a seven points heading into Chicago, where nobody thinks the Bears can do anything. The offensive line is made up of uh, the cast of the Golden Girls, um, pretty much. Um, but will Chicago be able to do anything uh, against uh, the fetid 49ers? Yeah, uh, okay. 49ers have so much talent. Um, What's the line again? Seven points. Now, let's not forget, Chicago, even despite uh, you know all the, the horribleness, um, never really got blown out. He's never really got blown out last year. There's never been really blowouts that have happened. So Chicago's defense have always kept them in and, and we've always sort of played granny style, uh, football. So going into that, Ryan, how do you think Ooh. my bears will do against the 49ers? Because like, I really the want line to is seven. It. The over under is 40. And I, yeah. and, and just mentioning it's 40 because again, it, the bears, there's not, I don't think there'll be a lot of points scored in this one. Oh no. I just think. I, I like. I just don't have any faith that the Bears are going to be able to compete. I think the fact that they're going up against a really tough Niners defense, uh, the Bears' offensive line's been a bit of shambles. Um, again, though, the whole thing that comes into is Trey Lance. Is Trey Lance great? Because mm-hmm. if Trey Lance is just average, the Bears will cover. But if Trey Lance comes out like first drive goes deep, connects on a couple, gets a touchdown, they're feeling it. Like because that's the dream start. Because you don't. Especially he needs that because now you've got Garoppolo sitting in the wings just waiting, just staring him down from the <laughs> sideline, just waiting for his chance. And I think it's just going to be – I think the, I think Shanahan knows this. He's got to get Trey Lance going. So, yeah, until I – I don't know anything of what Justin Fields is going to be like with Eberflus as well. Like, I've got no idea what this team's going to look like. So I'm going to go with the Niners just because they got the better defense. They can run it really well with Elijah Mitchell, who's going to have a big year, I think. And you still got Debo and you got trade that they can use all the time. And with Nick Bosa on the other side, uh, I'm going Niners um, 27-17. But yeah, I agree. San Francisco is going to win this game. I, I know Chicago. Uh, but again, I think our defense is going to keep this one tighter than people think. We haven't lost by a lot, even against some of the biggest teams. So the whole thing about Trey Lance, there's a lot of pressure on this young kid. And so yeah. If he if he does well, great. But if he struggles, he's going to start to feel it. You know, there is that drama. Why do we have Jimmy G here? Why is the old man hovering on my shoulder? You know, why does he keep saying, hey, look at all these hot girls I can get. And you can't get them, Trey. Hey, look at the supermodel I got. You can't get them, Trey. Um, I think Chicago, though, knows there's nothing to lose. You know, it, it's sort of and that's sort of a good thing in Chicago. And and that's also why the, the lawlessness of Chicago is so scary. There's nothing to lose now in this season so um i i think we'll surprise them we won't win uh but i i think it'll be close and i think it'll be under i've got a 21 18 for san francisco i'm uh, moving on to what would be seem like a nothing bowl it's being held in a toilet uh by what was the shitty team jacksonville oh, is visiting I knew, it, I knew it could be that game <laughs> uh, and washington favored by three points and a 44 point over under um we're looking at a man trying to redeem himself Will Wentz find himself in Washington? Does anyone find themselves in Washington? Um, The uh, again, forty-four points is the over/under in this one. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, new coach. I've just been watching college football, and and Urban Meyer's on there. Um, so obviously he's moved on. They're moving on. How do you feel about this one? 
And I don't like this at all. I, I wouldn't bet this game. I'd stay away from it again. There's too many questions. Uh, it's actually quite fat because I'm. I want to see Trevor Lawrence take that next step. I don't want him to be this bust uh, guy that comes out. So it's a big game for him as well because he did not have. He had a disappointing year, but again, you can take that year and say that's Urban Meyer's fault. So he almost has like this great mulligan. In, is everyone in everyone in Jacksonville has a mulligan basically yeah. for that year? Where it, technically this feels like it'll be Andrew or Trevor Lawrence's first year. Um, yeah. So I think again, I think the Jacksonville just go again with Washington. I don't know what Wentz is going to be like, so I'm going to go with Jacksonville just because they got a bit more um, a bit more excitement. I want Trevor Lawrence to take that step. They did a lot of money in the in the off season, getting a lot of weapons, so they are probably a better roster than Washington, especially with Chase Young out. That defense takes a big hit. So I'm going to go with a little uh, 20 to 17 win for Jacksonville. Ooh, low scoring game. Uh, I too uh, also believe that Jacksonville will win. Uh, there's a few issues on the Washington defense. I think that have been sort of plaguing them with a bit. Let's not forget Washington is still lighted up. They got McLaurin, they've got Gibson, you know, Gibson is a bit of a beast when he gets going and, Jacksonville could struggle against a good running back like that. Uh, Jacksonville has some good running backs and some Christian Kirk, I think, and him and him and Trevor Lawrence could really find some good fantasy points for anyone out there. But I've got this one 28-21. I got a bit of a high-scoring one. I think these guys are both slingers. I think their defenses are suspect. So I could see the over in this one, a big, big scoring game. Moving into Miami, uh, the heat in Miami. New England is at Miami, where Miami is favored by three and a half. Bill Belichick is two and seven against Miami as of late. And, and more importantly, struggled against this Miami heat. It's very hot in Miami. And in fact, Bill Belichick made the decision unprecedented to bring the team down on Tuesday to Miami to get them adjusted for the heat. Is he actually very afraid that the fact that this curse just needs to end or does, is this Bill Belichick's way of just sort of signaling, uh, you know, that this is a new way in town. Uh, yeah. Miami. It is, it is interesting why they always struggle here um, in Miami. But the, this is the Dolphins are favored against the Patriots for the first time since 2013, mm-hmm. uh, which just shows you the dominance that's been. It's a really tough one. It's a game, again, I wouldn't bet on just because I have no idea what's going to happen. I think I think this could go either way. I think it's going to be a one-score, like a three-point game. Um, mm-hmm. So I didn't take the Patriots. Was it three-and-a-half Patriots? Yeah. Plus three and no, three-and-a-half for Miami. Yeah, yeah. So plus three-and-a-half Patriots. I didn't yeah. take the Patriots to, to cover. I didn't even take them to win. I'm going to take the Patriots to pull off a little upset here. I think, I think again, Tua's got a tough matchup going against um, – he's going to be able to take down – the one thing Bill Belichick does better than anything is he takes away your best player. So he erases. Think, he's your great eraser. So if you're playing daily fantasy or something, Jalen Waddle's probably a good guy to take because mm-hmm. I think Tyreek's going to be really focused on – Waddle's going to be able to get a lot of balls in space. Uh, they got the speed. The, the Pats did look slow last year, but – I just think Belichick week one, I think he's heard all the stuff. And again, they, especially with all this talk of um, Patricia and uh, Joe Judge doing the offense, they, like, Mac Jones has to play well. Because if this comes out and they're just punting everywhere and the offense looks like a disaster, people are going to think Belichick's lost his mind doing this strategy. So there's a lot of pressure on Belichick to get this right. So I think he just knows Miami enough. They Belichick's really good at, at a week one so usually again sometimes but i think this week they're gonna do it. i think last year they lost to miami week two maybe yeah. so I, I think they're gonna do it this time they go 24 21 patriots 
I'm with you on New England on this one, man. Uh, Bill Belichick, I mean, he's preparing for this one. He's got the new kids in. It's Darth Vader and the Empire and the children and the things and the hey, hey, and the lady. Um, But, you know, Miami, I don't know how prepared they will be. New England's defense was actually quite fantastic last year. Very good at limiting the run. Mac Jones is budget. You know, he's Walmart Joe Burrow, pretty much. He's He's a good version. He's a lighter version. And, and I think he'll have a, you know, I think Mac Jones will have a, a better game than, than people expect out of him. Good running game, Damian Harris. And we, and we don't know really what to expect out of Mike McDaniel. Mike, we don't, yeah. yeah. We don't know anything about him. Like, what's he going to be like? Is he going to, is this guy as good as everyone says? Because it didn't seem like he was their number one choice. So, and again, when you're coming from like San Francisco, everyone's like, yeah, that's Shanahan calling the plays, not you. So, It'd be interesting to see how what he brings to the table this game because his first game is going up against the greatest coach of all time. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's actually game. quite a really fascinating game. It's, it's going to be. Gonna be I mean, there's a lot of a lot of fascinating. Yeah, a lot of fascinating games to watch. This one will be. Uh, I'll be very interested in this one. Uh, although I'll be red zoning quite a bit because of the yeah, Bears. But I, I've I've got New England to win this one, 26-23. Um, moving on to a, a battle in the AFC North. It's Pittsburgh visiting Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Burrow, he's not 100%. They're favored by seven in this one of the 44-point over-under. People have pretty much written off uh, the Steelers so far. Uh, you got Trubisky at the helm, but let's not forget about Najee Harris. Let's not forget about the running the running game and, and the wide receivers in that defense, that defense. Yeah. So how do you feel that Cincinnati's going to do at home against Pittsburgh? Yeah, I think, again, I, I think there's a big hype train on Cincinnati. I think, again, the question is Trubisky. What's he going to be like? Because he's got Kenny Pickett just breathing down his neck. Everyone's just every incomplete pass. There's going to be people being like, "Put in Pickett." Like, what are we doing? So again, yeah, you still have T.J. Watt. You still have Deontay Johnson. George Pickens looked really good. Um, you got Chase Claypool if he can have a bounce back year after last year. So again, yeah, and you still have Mike Tomlin, who's a great coach in a, in a tough divisional game. So I'm going to go with the steel. I think it's going to be a close game, like a three point game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals to win, but I'm going to take Pittsburgh to cover. I'm going to say 27, 24 Bengals. I'm with you on this one. This uh, spreads a little high. I mean, you know, you look at the Rams coming back Super Bowl champions and losing, and there's, there's a bit of uh, soreness, I think coming back from a Super Bowl. Not a lot of teams are expected to repeat, obviously. And I, I don't think Cincinnati will at all, but Joe Burrow, I think uh, they're going to find themselves. They still want to get back into the show, but Mixon is going to do a lot of work in this game. I don't know if his shoulder is fully healthy. I, I, I can see them getting roughed up a lot. You know, this is this is the Pittsburgh Steeler defense, and it's not a great way to start to start the season. Um, the one thing that's also confusing about Pittsburgh is in the same year they got a guy named Pickens and Pickett. Like that's just that's just confusing. This is you like yeah, the locker room was like Pickett's. Did you say Pickens or Pickett? I said, no, I pickles. We are out of, we are out of board license plates. Yeah. Um, this is confusing in Pittsburgh, and I think they're going to find that in the locker room. I think that could actually be the reason that they don't win the Super Bowl this year. I don't mean to be crazy with week one predictions, but I'm throwing that out there. Um, I, too, have um, Pittsburgh covering this one. Uh, I've got it 26 to 26 points. Uh, Cincinnati still wins, so just an ugly game. I just think it's going to be field yeah. goals and ugly and just drop balls and just sloppy, not prepared game. New Orleans is at Atlanta and Jameis Winston uh, is visiting Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota has been around the league. He's seen a lot of things. 
you can you can tell so many stories and so could Jameis. Uh, but James' yes, stories will miss him. One of the great orators of, of uh, James is known for his 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 lengthy stories. Um, New Orleans is favored by five and a half points uh, with the over under forty three uh, at Atlanta. Um, these two like to face each other in this one, and and New Orleans has got a fantastic defense, and Atlanta has Atlanta. What are you thinking on this one, Ryan? This is a tough again. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Saints. I just think they're the better team. I think um, Jameis coming out. He's got the he's got the weapon. I want to see Olave. I want to see how Michael Thomas looks. You still have Kamara. You still have that defense that is just going to be coming at Atlanta, who just lacks weapons on the outside. Yeah, you got Pitts, but and you have no running game. It's just I I, I think Falcons are going to be better. I think Mariota can at least be able to pick up a lot of yards rushing. I think he's going to have a good game on the ground because he's going to be running for his life a bit. And but that's kind of the best way he plays when he's a bit more um, just goes off the cuff. Uh, we're gonna go with, but I just think Jameis probably gonna have a decent game, not too great, but I think these two teams just hate each other. They're gonna, and I'm going with the better defense, which is the Saints. And I'm gonna go, they win uh, 24 to 17. Damn, son, I chose 24 16. That's just crazy. Uh, you and I have not talked or. Or, nope. or beforehand ahead of time. So 20, I've got 24, 16, exact same reasons. Um, Again, I see this as a low scoring game. It's a 42 point, 43 point over under just week one has a lot of mistakes. Like the, the, the amount of, of turnovers in week one, the just sloppiness drop balls and you see it. And it's just part of it. It's people not gelling. And again, teams, it takes a few weeks for this, this stuff all to happen. Um, and these two face each other a lot. But the whole thing is here, you want the division win. You want that win um, to get against. And, and, and so I, I've got New Orleans to win this one again, 24-16. That's it for 6 o'clock. We went on 9 o'clock games where, oh, there's some thunder. There is some thunder at 9 o'clock. I'm starting with Kansas City Chiefs at Arizona. Kyler Murray has been paid. But Kansas City is favored by six points. And Patrick McCombs has been paid as well. The 54-point over-under is the interesting also angle in this. But Kyler Murray, they don't have as many tools as Sarah and Patrick Mahomes. Is, yeah, everyone, no one's talking about uh, the Chiefs this year. Everyone's talking about the Bills. Is that going yeah. uh, to make all PM angry? Or is, uh, is his brother just going to have to express himself in a TikTok? Oh, to, yeah. to, uh, I forgot about Jackson Mahomes. Oh, we get you to- never. To, don't you ever forget about him. He's a year older. He, he might have matured. So uh, let's give him a little benefit of the doubt until we see his first TikTok dance. And then you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's right. No, that's um, I Yeah, I think you're right with the thing. I think Mahomes has heard all the chatter, and he's just like, I beat Josh Allen last year. Like, I'm mm-hmm. still the man. I got a Super Bowl. I got an MVP. I got a Super Bowl. It's just like, and all the talk with Tyreek being like, oh, two of this, two of that, and just being like, and I think he's ready to just show you, I got, I couldn't do this without you. I think he's had big games without Tyreek anyway. I think they, yeah, I think they want to come and show the NFL that they're still the top dogs. Um, and I think that's why I'm going to pick them. Um, I think just the fact that Kyler doesn't have Hopkins, um, mm-hmm. so it's that to me is just like you really only have to worry about Marquise Brown. Kyler's going to be running a lot. So, again, that Kansas City defense, it's decent. It's not worldly killing. But I think just Kansas City's offense could be too much for him. And Mahomes is going to have a big game, like four touchdowns. So I'm going with uh, Kansas City 33 to 26. Man, same number again. I got them winning by 33 as well. 33-20. 
I've got it to win. Um, Arizona, I mean, uh, man, you spent so much. The defense has been a downgrade. Again, the running game, who, who and the running game's well, sort of gone. Connor? Well, look and, at Connor, which who was like, like he was fine last year. at the second half of the season. Um, and, and so you don't have the same sort of the same sort of running tandem that they had before. Uh, and also the, the again, the wide receiver game, Hopkins being out. So missing Kirk, he lost Kirk as well. So I, I think that they're going to struggle here. I think this could actually get ugly. Um, it, it could be one of those games where by the third quarter, you're like, stop, he's already dead. Um, I've got 33-20, and I, I, I've got them easily. Still under, but um, still covering. Okay, uh, this one is going to be AFC. The AFC West one that we're all looking forward to. It's Vegas at the Chargers in a game that's just Ooh, fire in a, a bottle. Three and a half points. This is Nine o'clock UK time, nine fifteen UK time. So, folks, and, and there's so many good games at this time. We haven't even gotten the one that's on Sky yet. Um, at fifty-two points is the over/under. Chargers are favored by three and a half at the last uh, last point. Uh, Derek Carr reunited with his college playing partner, his best friend Devonte Adams, um, and people are saying he's the Devonte Adams will not be the same without Aaron Rodgers. This this Vegas team has so much has so the best tight end a great running back defense is not bad either the offensive line is great um well no, i wouldn't say great the yeah, pretty line, good that um there i don't know the, there's, this is going to be the true test of it because you're going up against, well, against this chargers defense and that's going to be the real yeah. tr- trouble here is is going to be against that chargers defense where you know you've you've added a bear to the function so what do you think on this one? We'll see how many games Cleo Mack last. Yeah, I think, again, this is a rematch of maybe one of the best games last year. Uh, the last game of the season where the tie that almost mm-hmm. put got them both through, um, which was hilarious, which if it came down to that. But I think, again, this is Herbert wanting to kind of – the Chargers need to kind of start showing that they're the team that everyone thinks they are because in a division, every one of these games is huge. This is like a playoff game right off the bat because – Every single game is going to be like this. So I think Herbert's – I'm going to go with the Chargers to win this. I think the fact that they lost last year. and But as long as their head coach, Brandon Staley, doesn't do something stupid, um, I think they're just – because they got the better defense, I think, though, Devontae, now that there's no J.C. Jackson, I think Devontae's going to have a big game. And I think Carr is going to look really good out there because I think he's just got – just I think Renfro is almost impossible to guard uh, one-on-one. Or he's just one of those guys who just sits in the zone and just waits for the ball. So I think it's going to be close. I'm going to go. Uh, I think it's going to be another great game because these two always play each other really tough. I'm going to go 30 to 27 uh, for the Chargers. I, I got you there on the three points. Uh, I got it 33 to 30. I, I think it's going to be exciting. Just a just a chuck the luck football. Um, it's going to be a great game. These two, they play well against each other. As you mentioned, the game last season, how exciting it was. The point score, the back and forth. Uh, it, just, it just exemplifies why we love the game so much. I'm excited for this game as well. I've got, it again, 33-30. Um, I think the Chargers are going to put on a show. Uh, and the defense, I think Khalil Mack is actually going to put on, uh, uh, really make uh, Derek Carr's day uh, shit. Moving on uh, to another game at nine o'clock. The game that people probably will not be watching uh, at nine o'clock as much. That's the New York Giants at Tennessee Titans. Um, Derrick Henry's playing. 
but it's five and a half point favorites for the Titans. 43 and a half points is the over under uh, New York giants. No one's really expecting that much out of them. Saquon Barkley is back. He's looking healthy. The legs are, are, are carrying themselves. Um, how do you feel about this one? I think a lot of giants fans are a little bit um, nervous about this game because uh Basically, they, they were thinking, like, we got the mastermind of Josh Allen. You know, Brian Dable is going to come in. And then you watch Ken Dorsey, offensive coordinator, just come out. Josh Allen looks just as good. You're like, maybe it wasn't Dable. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should tame our expectations for Daniel Jones. Um, again, yeah, I think this is going to be – this is, again, this would be a really fun game, I think, for Giants fans because I think they're going to be feeling a bit of optimism. Again, you're going against a Titans team that's not as strong. Daniel Jones, this is his last chance. This is it or it's over after this year. So he's got to come out. Tony Galladay's got to really do something. But I think if Saquon can look as good as he's kind of looked in practice, as what people have said, and he's kind of back to where he was pre-injury, where he was just dominant, I think they could actually keep this competitive. I think they could probably pull off the upset. I'm going to go with a little Giants upset on this one, even though I know it's going to come back and bite me. But I'm going to go with the Giants just because I'm going to believe in Dayball that he is the, the right guy for the team. Uh, but I think Tannehill is going to be able to move it. The Giants aren't a great defense. So I think it's going to be about, I'm going to go 28-26 for the Giants. Close one. I I agree with you on this one that the Giants, uh, you know, again, sort of nothing to lose, but they've got so much talent in this squad. Um, so there's a great potential for them to do some damage here. I don't see this as a high-scoring game. Derrick Henry will do a lot of work. As you say, Giants are not going to be able to stop him. He could put like 130 yards, 140 yards up, and that could be the scoring. Tannehill, I don't know who he's going to throw to when his connection rate. You got the new kid. Um, but gi- the Giants, they got the running game. They've got some some new toys to play with. They've got you know a defense that's not that great So um, that they're facing. I do see it as, again, low-scoring game. Um, but I do have uh, the Giants keeping it close within the parameters, but I do have Tennessee winning it. I've got it 2018, just being a really kind of wah, wah kind of game. The big game that's on at Sky and the, the NFC North, the one that everyone would be watching, is Aaron Rodgers. Ayahuasca um, is back, and he's got a shaman with him to take on the Vikings in their <laughs> dome. Their he's favorite going to the dark arts. He is. He's, he's channeling uh, – he's channeling – Whatever Gorn, oh, I just watched that Thor. God, sucks that movie. Anyway, <laughs> uh, channel the you should channel Christian Bale to act for them. I'm Minnesota. It's 40, uh, 46 a point uh, is the over under one and a half points favored for Green Bay. Um, how do you feel about this one? Ooh, this is, uh, this is a tough one to start. You got the Cousins, new coach. You got the, the such a great talent in this Minnesota squad and Green Bay. Yeah, Vikings play them well. Like, Dalvin Cooks killed Green Bay a couple times, and then they got Jefferson and Kirk Cousins, and they want to kind of, like, again, they got that good defense. Where is it? Is it in Minnesota? It's in Minnesota, in the Dome. All right. I'm going to go with a little Minnesota to win this. I I just want to believe that they're going to finally put this offense together and be able to compete and not just blow easy games. Or Kirk Cousins, again, it's a nice Kirk Cousins game, 4 o'clock, not in prime time. He's going to have, I think he's going to have another great year. And I think he's got, he's again, and it's probably maybe his last chance in Minnesota because people are like, listen, we don't want to go eight, nine for the rest of our lives. And we yeah. love your great numbers and everything, but it's got to be better. And again, I just think I want to see Rogers without all these weapons and see what he can do. So I know who, if I'm going on who has the most weapons, I'm going to go with Minnesota and I'm going to pick them for the upset, not thinking that, um, 
I just think if it was in Green Bay, I'd pick Green Bay. The fact that it's in Minnesota, I'm going to go with Minnesota. And what's the score? You're oh, going sorry. With? I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go. I'll go 31-27, Minnesota. Ooh, four-point spread. This is going to be a great game. Uh, I mean, the running game, you got Green Bay's defense, which is quite phenomenal. But, you know, when you, when you get that running game pounding a lot, it's really tough to stop stop it when then you have, you know, him throwing the ball around to some of these great receivers that they've got. Again, Aaron Rodgers is him, but he can improvise. I've got this a close game. I've, I do have the Packers winning, but only by one point. I've got it 24-23. I think it's going to be a tight game. I think they're both going to struggle to score. I, You know, Aaron Rodgers can normally light it up, but he doesn't have the tools to light it up yet. So there'll be small lights, but a low-scoring game. Uh, the late game is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers visiting the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys, you know, Mike McCarthy is not only in a hot seat, he's in a dumpster, dumpster fire in the hot seat in another dumpster fire. Um, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady, the drama. Is there something going wrong, Tommy? Is something going wrong? People are so worried about him. They're just going into his personal lives. Shut up. Two and a half point spread for the Bucs. Uh, yeah. Tom for Brady really, has really always done well on opening week. Yeah, I think that's the thing. I think Tom Brady's, again, if he's getting divorced, he's to marriage troubles, he's just going to take it out on everyone. So I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady on week one. Um, I think... Again, if any, if he does have a tough game, he doesn't play as well. The offensive line is going to be a concern. Can Dallas get to him? Uh, they have a good defense. So, and again, this was a great game last year. So it should be another really high-scoring game. I don't think either defense is going to be able to stop either team that much um, because I think just both offenses are going to be good enough to move it. So I'm going to go a nice high-scoring game, uh, 36-33 for the Bucks. But I'm not betting against Brady until I see the demise with my own eyes. No, there's. I don't know if there's demise, and I and I think the, the world should be very afraid of Tom Brady if he ever was single. Although, yeah. in a way, it, it might cure world peace. I don't know how that works. I really yeah. haven't figured out the math <laughs> of it yet. But I think Tom Brady being single could stop everyone from fighting every war. It's we'll work it out. Uh, if anyone's got the math, send it in. But again, Tom Brady, it, it's week one, and that's what Tom Brady does. Uh, he comes in, he wins week one. Uh, he's prepared, he's focused, he's got the guys, they're working to his specifications, and he's like a, an F1 crew. You know, the way he runs his team. Uh, it's well-oiled, and and everyone has a job, and they know what they're doing, and he's taken sort of the Belichick model, but also made it fun, and, and Todd Bowles, obviously, running with it as well. So uh, the McCarthy crap wagon, I think, is not going to be able to handle it. But I think they'll, they're going to keep it close for a bit, but then the Bucks will run away. I got it 26 to 20. I got it under though. This, I don't think it'll get out of hand. Final game we got though, is the Monday nighter. It's the game. Everyone wants to see on Monday night. Uh, it's, it's Russell Wilson coming home. It, the Denver Broncos. Favored, it is favored by six over the Seattle Seahawks and Geno Smith and the team. Um, 44 and a half points is the over under in this one. Russell Wilson coming home, like the first game back, like your first very game back is against your home team. <laughs> yeah, this that's why the NFL is great, right? It has, yeah. that, uh, it has that amazing drama of just, this is the perfect game to start off. Why not, right? Let's see what Russell, Russ does. He's got that big contract. Um, he's got all the, again, he's got, He's coming back to. He's always going to get a great response, you know. And but once once it starts, they're going to be on him. And again, this is a big Geno game. 
but I think Russ is just going to be too much for them. He knows this team. He's going up, up against them in practice for how many years? Yeah. So, like, if he can't come and know what to do and give them a little bit of a an advantage in the, in the game planning and everything like that, he knows Pete Carroll. He's been his coach almost his whole career. Pretty much has been his coach his whole career. So um, I think Denver's just a better roster. They got more weapons. I think Javon and, and Seattle's just a, a, just a bad football team. So to me, this would be an easy one. I think it's going to be a blowout. Um, it, it'll be, it won't be, it'll be a fun first quarter. And then after that, it'll be kind of boring because I don't think Gino's going to be able to keep up. So I'm going to go uh, 30. I'm going to go, I'm going to go with a 40 burger. I'm going to say Ooh. 40 to 23 for Denver. I just think he comes and lays a beat down on. Wow, that's like the the child who grew up with the the angry stepdad and who always yeah. beat him, and then he goes away to like military school, and then he comes back and then just whoops the crap out exactly. of the dad in front of the whole in front of everyone. They're like, "Yeah, you did it." Um, I don't know if it's gonna be like that, but it. it I agree with you. It, it's obviously odd justice to have to face your former team your first game back. It's like uh, I could have waited a few weeks. Um, but yeah, no reason not to spank this team in, in Seattle. They invested. It's 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 sort of funny that it's sort of a you know the, a Microsoft uh, owner because uh, there's they, op- they have an up- update of their operating system. It seems across the whole operation. Um, Pete Carroll and, and everyone. There's you know, they limped last season, and it was Russ with Russell Wilson. What are they going to do this year? I could see them just being the worst. So I got a beating in this one, 30 to 10, just like you said, like just a beating, beating, beat down. That's it for Wade and Ryan's picks this week, everyone. Uh, that's it for NFL in London this week. Make sure you check out our website, nflnlondon.com. Join our DraftKings contest. Go to NFL, find us at NFL in London in our leagues and play along. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. That is awesome. And good luck in week one. It's going to be crazy.